I basically broke down. I, I collapsed. I really felt those first signs of getting, you know, in a burnout. Not saying that I had a burnout, but really, you know, noticing those gentle changes in your body where you're like, whoa, wait, I need to address this because if I continue this way, it's not going to go well. Welcome to the Crystal Guardian Podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Hello, everyone. I am so happy to be back to check in with you all. It's been a while. I did a little bit of a break. My podcast editor, he was on his honeymoon and he asked me like, hey, do you want to take a little break? And since I was about to move from the Netherlands to Italy, um, we are there now. But since we had to move and I didn't know how we were going to settle in, I was like, this is the best moment to just take a little pause, to have a little breather, and to really come back to the podcast with full energy, full attention, and not have to do it, you know, kind of like on the way rushed. So yeah, it's been a while. So much has happened over the summer. I haven't recorded a podcast since the, uh, since the Inner Artist Retreat, which I definitely am going to do a tiny little recap of and of course our whole move from the Netherlands to Florence here in Italy. We're not moving here forever but we're going to be here until Christmas, after Christmas a month and a half of Cape Town and South Africa. So a really beautiful time and you guys are not going to believe this but I'm recording this. It is Wednesday today and the wedding, our wedding, my wedding, is this weekend. So you can imagine like my energy, my being, I'm just like, oh my God, it's almost here. It really is almost here. And yeah, so a lot has been going on, but before I dive into our whole move, how everything's been, I just wanna go a little bit back and talk about the Inner Artist Retreat because it was so freaking magical. I thought about maybe doing a separate episode on this, but I don't want to wait too long until that, you know, that really intimate feeling is gone. So to, yeah, to talk about what it was like, I was just looking back at the reviews and the feedback that I got. I always send a little uh, form out to everyone to kind of check in. Is there any parts where, where I can still grow, where I can make the experience better? And basically the feedback was, you went above and beyond. I didn't miss a thing. And one thing that I, I loved, loved, loved to hear is that every single person was just so amazed by the connections that they made and the intimate bond they felt towards the other women present there. For me as a teacher, that was a beautiful lesson to know that when I am there, I create this Field. I create this space that people can step into and feel safe. And from that place, 
really beautiful connections happen. And just those connections that happens. And for me to also know that I don't have to be, you know, kind of hovering above every single participant to make sure that they are going through a beautiful process, to make sure that they, you know, like feel seen and feel welcome, but to know that, you know, of course I am there. And whenever things happen, whenever things come up, I am there to guide people that need guidance. But at the same time, you know, you don't have to be that helicopter mom that just tries to baby all the participants and and almost, you know, grasp them a little bit too too closely, but to trust in also the natural process that happens. And one of the beautiful things about the retreat was that it was such an open space to play and enjoy. And people came in and they thought they were going to do a certain project and they just went like full crazy creative the whole three days. And some people went in with a very open mind and got down and, you know, like really made the first steps into this big project that they're going to put out into the world. So, yeah, really, really beautiful shifts have happened in participants after the retreats. I have heard people that really felt more embodied, more feminine, more present in their own bodies due to the photo shoot that we also did which was such a beautiful, you know, kind of feedback of this is your soul. This is who you are. Maya, who used to be my intern, she was there to take pictures at the retreats. And she just does such a beautiful, beautiful job at that. So that was a really important part of the retreats. Another thing that happened for someone was that they, you know, changed the Instagram bio into intuitive artist instead of designer. And it just, you know, to really fully embody that inner artist or you know outer artist and ah it was such a beautiful time and space I think every single person has let me know that if I'm going to do it again they want to be there again and last week I took a little trip back to the Netherlands I had an interview and I had some other things that I was going back for to work on Um, which I'll get back into for a little bit. But as my mom drove me back to the airports, because the location where the retreat is, is the same place where I have my art studio now, my uh, atelier. And it used to be my grandmother's house. So it's really on my ancestral lands that I'm doing this. And my mom told me, you know, after one year of grieving, I feel like it's finally time to let you fully turn this into what you see it can be. And to really, really take the time to make this place a beautiful place where, you know, the right people can come together and just be present, be in love and, yeah, facilitates beautiful, beautiful experiences there. So I am so excited for that. And, you know, I really went very slow because, you know, my grandmother, she she passed away last year, September, and... Around December, I started to slowly, slowly move into, or not move into permanently, but move my studio into the house. And I've I've had this vision and it feels so sacred to me to, yeah, to turn this space into what it feels it can be in my heart. And yeah, it's, it's, It's big, it's beautiful, and seeing everyone come together at the retreat made me really realize how special this place is. And 
um, yeah, got that reflected back at me so many times. So yeah, I'm really, really happy that also my family, you know, was able to step into that very slowly. And this is something that, you know, usually people just have to, the vision that you have, other people, they can't really know. They they can't really see what's in your heart, what's in your mind, uh, what's in your being. So, you know, especially when you're working with other people that have to get on board and you're kind of that visionary, then, you know, you got to give people space and time to get used to it and to really show them, like, this is what's inside of me, not, you know, be like, oh, but why can't you see or don't you just realize, but, you know, taking baby steps forward and showing, hey, this is what it can be. And then people can get used to it because, you know, that reptile brain is like, I don't know what, I don't know, and please don't change. And, you know, it's just afraid of things that it doesn't know. So, yeah, when we want other people to be on board, it's that slow, gentle process. And, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited for what's to come. This is going to be happening, of course, after I get back from our travels. So somewhere in December, maybe, I'll put some seeds in the ground and a Definitely March 2023, we're going to turn the place around and make sure other people can host their retreats there. And, um, you know, one day retreats, couple day retreats. I see work days there for people that just want to spend a day in nature and be inspired by a new environment. Yeah, so there are oh, so many exciting things that to come. And I'm really, really happy. I'm really, really happy about this. And yeah, I can't wait to take you with me on that journey, on that path. But for now, to kind of get to what's happening after the retreat, I basically had five days or like a week or something to pack up our lives and um, move to Florence. I did that and, you know, didn't really have any rest. I think when we moved, I had half a day off in the two months prior which is, you know, I don't want to say it's unlike me because I, I can really be this manifesting generator. And when something surges through me, I just want to create it. But at the same time, I didn't let go of the right things that I had to let go of. So I really felt that strong urge to create the retreats. But I also had this idea in my mind that I still needed to finish a crystal work collection. And that we needed to move and, you know, all these things had to happen. And I think after we arrived in Florence, let me just start there. After we arrived in Florence, I basically broke down. I, I collapsed. I really felt those first signs of getting, you know, in a burnout. Not saying that I had a burnout, but really you know, noticing those gentle changes in your body where you're like, whoa, wait, I need to address this because if I continue this way, it's not going to go well. And looking back now, I wish I would have let go of the idea of having to create that collection before we left because, you know, I've been working on it for so long and just trust the the flow of energy, because the flow of energy really was guiding me towards the retreats. And I'm so happy that I still did that. And, um, you know, I'm so happy with all the energy that went into that. But afterwards, you know, reflecting back, I should have cut myself some slack and let go of that 
collection, which, you know, in the end, I had to part with. But it was not gentle parting. You know, it was one of those things where I was just so um, stressed and a bit annoyed because I also feel that when I am not in a right headspace, I don't want to create the art that I'm creating because, you know, energy is energy. So, yeah, I was creating this impossible situation for myself. And in the end, I, yeah, I didn't finish and decided to fly back a few weeks later so I could, you know, go and make my art. But at the same time, when I was in Florence, you know, I kind of got my ass kicked by some girlfriends that were saying, Carissa, you need to really chill out now and, you know, enjoy. And I've been really, really shifting gears big time. And I feel, you know, I've spoken about this on the podcast before as well. I really feel this big shift in me, um, you know, going more into sort of like family life, slowing down. My art is changing. Everything in my life is changing. And I think that was the thing that did me. It wasn't the work that I'd done in the summer, of course, that kind of made it all worse. But it was, you know... Basically, every pillar of my life was changing. And if you like look at the definition of trauma, it's, you know, too much change for your nervous system to get used to. And of course, it, that's not big T trauma, but it's small T trauma, right? It's like there was so much happening with the house that we were buying. There were some personal things going on. I moved my atelier um, I started creating my art in a totally different way and had to totally reinvent my whole sort of work. Also some personal things going on within our family, which was, you know, like major, major family shifts. And it was just so much for, for me, for Alessandro, like we were both done, cooked, booked. So in the beginning, when I was still in this go, go, go mode, or like, I want to finish those grids and I'll rest like two weeks and it will be fine. And I'll just go back and finish everything. Yeah, I got back and I glued one crystal, <laughs> which yes, it did finish one piece that was already almost finished, but I glued one crystal and that's all that I did that week. Um, and I had an interview with a beautiful story, which is this beautiful jewelry brand that I've been working with and sort of rewriting uh, messages that they uh, send out with their crystals and their jewelry. But yeah, just like a little love, love, love them. That was the only thing that I did. Also, um, our dog that is in the Netherlands used to be my grandmother's. I'm taking care of it together with my mom, um, with my parents. And he got sick. And I think That was such a big invitation for me to be really present with him, enjoy our time together, really spoil him, snuggle up with him. And I think he was the biggest angel that I could have received in that week that made me really realize, hey, I'm going to have a wedding in a month. And if I look back, you know, five years from now at this moment in time, am I going to be sad about those five pieces that I didn't create? Or am I going to be sad about not being able to fully be present and fully enjoy this time going up to the wedding. So yeah, I glued one crystal and I really enjoyed gluing that crystal. I decided I'm going to keep, keep that piece for myself even. 
um, to really treat myself and because I'm so, so in love with it. And yeah, I got back with some fresh, soft, renewed energy. Um, Alessandro was also feeling better and I just wanted to keep on going in that beautiful space, uh, in that beautiful energy. So I declared the week before our wedding our week of light. And Alessandro is doing a chef school here. So he was in class in the morning and I created this little sign with week of lights. I made a few post-its throughout the house with like little puns and like light puns. <laughs> I don't know if you know the corn song, like it's corn. Okay, it's like this Instagram real thing right now. Uh, <laughs> so I made like, a, I made some post-its on the chandelier that we have in the house here, which is like, it's lights. A big ball of light, it's got the lightness. Okay, totally making a fool of myself here, but there you go. So yeah, I created a playlist with all of our favorite songs and just like really happy, uplifting songs in general. I left this for Alessandro to find and left the house. He came in, found this, put on the playlist. I got home a little bit later and I feel like it totally, totally shifted the whole dynamic, the whole energy with that we had towards each other. You know, we really set an intention to go about all the small wedding details because I don't know if you've ever planned a wedding, but oh my gosh, like the silliest, stupid little details need to be thought of and need to be decided on. And it's not how my brain works. So we have this whole wall with post-its, with to-dos, and it's getting smaller and smaller now, which is making me really happy. And, you know, the less to-dos there are, the more space there is for enjoyment. So we're kind of getting there. But at that moment, you know, we were like, let's go into every activity that we need to do together with a light heart, with joy. We're not going to watch any TV at night. You know, we're going to have that time to connect together. And we did like a little ceremony together. I got from a beautiful story, I got these beautiful question cards. It Like this is totally not sponsored, but I've just been loving working with them. And yeah, they've been spoiling me. So we got these beautiful, beautiful question cards that just sparked really good conversations between me and Ale and just bring up those random topics, you know, that maybe normally it would be hard to kind of get into or it's not on your mind because your whole mind is a to-do to list at the moment. Yeah, but we, uh, we sat down, we pulled an oracle card from the animal spirit deck, uh, which was the owl, had such a beautiful message, um, something along the lines of, we pulled it specifically for the wedding and it had something um, along the lines of, uh, there is like treasure waiting for you. It was an owl card and it was, you know, like that you're about to embark on something and there's a lot of treasure for you there. So, yeah, and that could be like spiritual material and, you know, just a beautiful, beautiful message there. And, and we picked some crystals the River Arno crosses here through uh, Florence, so we decided to give a little offering to the river. And uh, yeah, we anointed the crystals with some rose oil, which was just a face oil <laughs> that I had. But you got to be creative, right, when you don't have everything that you normally have at home. 
we both picked one that represented ourselves and we had one that represented our union, our, you know, our wedding, which is also the crystal that we're going to have um, at the wedding for everyone to have as their name card for the dinner. So I've been writing in gold um, on these beautiful chlorides and clear quartz crystals, the names. And yeah, we, we took one of those crystals and, and used it for this ritual together. So we went to one of the bridges that crosses the Arno River. We said some words of intention, of love for one another, of what we you know, want to invite into our, our marriage and uh, gave the crystals to the river. And yeah, we've just been really, really enjoying our time more and more. And I can feel that we're growing closer together instead of being both two like just overwhelmed puppies, um, which is kind of what it felt like before. You know, really trying, but also it was a lot. And I feel like it's, it's all sort of turned around and we're in this beautiful, amazing space right now. All my friends are really showing up for me. I had some strangers, some angels that, you know, were like, if ever you need anything this week, like I'm not even kidding, you know, like really, really contact me, tell me whatever I can do. And yeah, I'm so, so looking forward to this day, this weekend. I have some beautiful crystal things in my outfit. I already told you about the name cards, but there's some sprinkles of um, crystal magic throughout the wedding as well. Uh, my friends are teaching yoga classes in the morning, but I will give you all an update on how the wedding went afterwards as well. And uh, yeah, it's a short and brief episode, this one, but I wanted to give you all an update, share with you where I've been, where I'm going, and to let you know that Crystal Stories episodes are also going to come. I have a really exciting interview also that is going to happen with someone that I love, love, love. But I'm kind of toning down on the interviews and leaning more into the Crystal Stories because I think that's going to be so beautiful to share more about because I noticed that whenever people come into my space, whenever people come to do a workshop with me, I share so much and I feel like I love catching up and just also sharing about my life, how I've been, where I'm going. But I want to have and create more space for the crystals, for the earth to really be honored here as well. So that's all coming. And yeah, for now, just to give you a little preview, but I have the Celine shoes from Astara, which is a brand by Mariah K. Lyons, who was also a guest on this podcast. And... There are these beautiful white satin slippers with moonstone embedded in them. They have this grounding technology in the sole. So it's a beautiful energetic sort of support on that day as well. And moonstone signifies cycles, the cycles of life. So also a new beginning. I feel deeply connected with moonstone. I really feel like that's my crystal. And the Braderite is Alessandro's crystal. Um, and those two also really feel like the moon and the sun to me like the, the masculine and the feminine side of that magical component that both of, the, both of those crystals have. But yeah, for now, we're connecting with the moonstone on the wedding to represent that new start for us. And I gave all my, I have three maid of honors. My, um, uh, I gave them all 
earrings, also from A Beautiful Story, by the way, but that's like, oh my gosh, this is turning into like a little bit of a fan episode, but that was way, way before I even started working with them as well and um, doing these exciting things with them. Yeah, so it's been a love story from the start, but they all have these beautiful earrings with moonstone in them as well. So, you know, there's some sprinkles of magic. We have an intention setting ritual with the rings, but I will share much more after the wedding for sure. And also on Instagram. So if you want to find me there and if you want to be caught up with what's happening, um, our beautiful wedding in La Campagna in close to Florence in Italy, then yeah, find me at with Caressa on Instagram. And uh, it's been really nice catching up with you. I can't wait to share more crystal love with you all and speak soon. <laughs>